Yeah, yeah, I'm up at Brooklyn. Now I'm down in Tribeca, right next to the Narrow. But I'll be hood forever. I'm the new Sinatra. And since I made it here, I can make it anywhere. Yeah, they love me everywhere. I used to cop in Harlem. All of my Dominicanos right there up on Broadway. Pull me back to that McDonald's. Took it to my stash spot, 560 State Street. Catch me in the kitchen like a Simmons whipping pastry. Cruising down A Street, off white Lexus. Driving so slow, but BK is from Texas. Me, I'm out there bed Home of that boy Biggie Now I live on Billboard And I brought my boys with me Say what up to Tata Still sipping my tie Sitting courtside Nicks and Nets give me high five I be spiked out I could trip a referee Tell by my attitude That I most definitely from Hello ladies and gentlemen Welcome into the five 26 podcast. I am your host, Jay Hollihan, and I'm back here after a long hiatus um, from this series. It was the summertime, you know, and, you know, the commitments that St. John's is getting, um, you know, waiting for them to obviously sign because, you know, commits, they can flip, they can do whatever. So holding off on that for now, holding off on the um, you know, my prediction for the season, looking at the schedule and stuff, um, for, oh, as we get closer to the season, uh, obviously I'll be talking about that. So that will be coming up, but I just wanted to, you know, I was waiting for any opportunity I could really get something to really, uh, big to talk about. And I thought yesterday, um, was a big, uh, big, you know, headline to talk about which was the open practice that um you know the media was able to attend i unfortunately disclaimer was not able to attend the um the open practice i was able like everyone else uh that was following on twitter to just you know read and you know see what everyone was saying um my buddy thomas cavanaugh did an excellent job reporting uh, everything that was going on, uh, you know, which was just, um, which was, which was really good insight. I got to say, uh, hats off, um, to Thomas as well as Sarah Kiernan, um, for the torch. I was able to read, uh, you know, some things that she had, uh, to say as well. Um, obviously the first thing that stuck out in my mind was one, this was an open practice, 20 minute scrimmage last year. When we had the St. John's uh, Media Day and you were able to go for us students, um, it was, you know, like uh, I think a Tuesday or a Monday, you know, and we had classes and whatever. So if you were, you know, it wasn't a huge, um, you know, student presence there. But I was able to to attend, um, I guess, a big enough student presence. But other than that. You know, you weren't able to sit there for 20 minutes and watch a full-on open scrimmage with Mike Anderson being mic'd up and, um, you know, all that. But they had Rick Pitino mic'd up. You know, you could hear him loud and clear. Um, you know, you could, you know, hear him get after the players, which I thought was, you know, really interesting because it's something that we didn't see in uh, with Mike Anderson. And last year when we – it was funny – you know, we watched the practice. It was a quick little, you know, pregame warm-up drill. I don't – and they ran, uh, you know, their inbound plays, you know, and it was just like, 
you saw what was going on, but you're really kind of like, okay, I, I'm not really, you know, are, are we supposed to be, like, I don't have their playbook, so I have no idea what the heck, you know, I'm really watching, you know what I mean? I, you know, it's like, come on. So, at least now we were able to watch, you know, you're able to see a 20-minute full-on scrimmage, which is something they do for tip-off, but that's like a glorified dunk contest. This, no, this sounded like it was real. Um, this was real. This was something that was, uh, you know, a good opportunity, something we never saw from St. John's. Again, this is just, you know, the Rick Pitino effect. You know, you're seeing things like that being put out there, um, which was awesome to see. I was, so while I was not attending the open practice, I was up in St. I was up in Queens for, um, my buddy's birthday. So I was able to, you know, be back on campus a little bit. Um, and there was a weird certain buzz that I was getting from being back on that campus, a buzz that I was, wasn't really feeling throughout the previous couple of times, um, there, you know, no one, when I would go up there and see my friends, um, we wouldn't necessarily talk about, uh, you know, St. John's, oh, how's the team going to look this year, you know, in the, uh, in the end of September, you know, when we would gear up for the season, that's when things, you know, we'd start talking about what our predictions were and all that. But, you know, being back there, everyone talking about, you know, oh, what game we got to go to? Oh, we got to go to this game. Oh, you know, circling this on the calendar. Oh, you got to come up for this game at the guard. Just really, really great buzz around that campus. And I got to say, the new court, the skyline, the New York City skyline, at the end of the day, we are New York's team. And it's really cool to see them implement that, that they're at Carnesecca to just drive that home, um, that we are New York's team. It's not Syracuse. It's us, um, which is, you know, really, really, uh, I think, a great initiative that you're seeing from um, from St. John's. You know, another, um, and obviously this came out last year where they're, you know, starting to sell beer at the games. You know, if you want to get your $15 Coors Light, you know, go to go to the game in your $20 white car, however much it is. But, um, you know, now on campus, you're able to have alcohol in the dorms. All four years I was there, there was a no-no. You got written, you know, written up for it and whatever, and it was a violation, and it was a huge thing. But now you're allowed to have um, alcohol in the dorms. I'm like, what? You know, I was saying to myself, what? Like, of course, the second I leave, you know, now everyone, they're starting to, you know, they're starting to become more lax with the, with the rules. But, uh, you know, I think it's great. Again, it's the Rick Pitino effect. It's, it's having this school be put back on the map. Um, and, you know, just getting into the practice itself, now that I'm done monologuing, you know, I thought uh, everything that, you know, I was able to see about Joel Soriano hitting spot-up threes um, is, you know, really, really huge uh, for that. Um, you know, it uh, looks like Chris Ledlam um, is definitely going to be a huge factor. I saw Zach Braziller say that, hey, this guy is going to be, um, you know, kind of the real deal for St. John's, and I think that's big. You know, he was probably, I mean, there were so many, you know, big uh, transfers that St. John's got, but Ledlam's going to be one of those guys, I feel like, that we're going to look back on and say, yeah, that, you know, that guy is, like, either one or two of the best transfers. You know, Dingle's up there. 
Uh, Jenkins as well. Like I said, there's just so many guys that they brought on this year. That's just unbelievable. Um, but, you know, to really be able to sit there and say, you know, wow, we really have something and to mean it. Whereas it was like last year, I felt like with Mike Anderson, it was like, okay, we have the talent. We just need to see how it gets all put together. This, I feel like this is a team. They're putting together, they're building an actual team, um, which is just awesome to see. Um, you know, so for St. John's, yeah, uh, you know, I think the one thing that I really wanted to see, but unfortunately he didn't practice was Brady Dunlop really wanted to hear about how he was, um, fitting in, uh, in his first off season, um, you know, coming into this season and, and, you know, how he's playing in the, in the, uh, college game and all that. But, um, hearing, uh, from, Braziller, Dennis Jenkins, R.J. Lewis, Chris Ledlum, um, Zubia Jofor were were Braziller stars, and you know those were three guys right off the bat that I was kind of shocked by. I was like, "Whoa, really? Jenkins, Lewis, and Ledlum?" I mean, I could understand Chris Ledlum, but R.J. Lewis. I mean, he's a he's you know probably going to be a bench piece for you, and you know I'm just. You know, in my head, I'm like, I don't know if I'd really put him as one of the guys I could see coming off first off the bench. So really, uh, really interesting to see that. Zubia Joe for, you know, that's a guy right there that you're going to need a big time to step up coming off the bench, especially if Soriano needs a breather. You're going to need Zuby um, to come in. But, uh, yeah, I mean, again, having Patino mic'd up, apparently, you know, we could hear him getting after the players a little bit. Um, you could hear really that Patino, you know, uh, coming out and obviously, I mean, he's mic'd up, you know, I'm sure he was, you know, maybe, you know, flashing a little bit to the, to the fans, uh, you know, trying to put it on a little, a little, you know, a little more there, but regardless, I mean, I think, I also just think that's just how he is. He's going to coach you hard. So it's kind of hard for me to say that, oh, that's just him showing off for the cameras. I don't think so. I think that's literally just how Rick Patino is. I think of anything to be honest with you, even if it was a little bit of that, I think he probably had to hold back a little bit. But apparently, you know, he's getting after it. And that's a coach right there, man. I mean, obviously, he's a Hall of Famer. But that is, you are witnessing a coach. St. John's hasn't had a true basketball coach since Lou Carnesecca. I mean, you look around and, the, I mean, come on. You know, especially as recently as Mike Anderson, this is a basketball coach. This is a, this is the real deal. I can say it, I've said it so many times, but um, as a matter of fact, can't say it enough and can't stress it enough that now we have a literal coach. Uh, you know, everyone, you know, I think really loved Fran Fraschilla and wish he stayed on, but, you know, he doesn't have the accolades, obviously, that Patino does. So this is a lot of fun. Um, and I will mention, though, a little bit about the schedule. Again, the Patino effect. They're at the Garden. Everything's bigger. Um, everything's bigger and better at the Garden. And we're really starting to see, um, you know, that, again, that Patino effect right there. Uh, so that's really, really something. Um, really excited. Again, really excited. Couldn't stress it enough. Um, just how excited I am to see... St. John's, uh, as it looks right now, is they're gearing up to be back on the map. So um, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Uh, again, you know, sorry about the 
hiatus over the summer, but like I said, there just really wasn't enough. You know, once you know Chris Ledlam was signed on, there wasn't a ton to really talk about in terms of this upcoming year. Um, and as much as I like to put, you know, stuff out about the commits and yada yada yada, and any little news blurb I got, whether it was Patino throwing out the first pitch at a Mets game, um, <laughs> they're just you know so much going on. Um, it, it, I just you know figured hold off on that. You know, with all the recruits for a signing day. Um, you know, and you know, with the schedule, I figured I'd wait when we get closer to that season, when we get closer to the first game against Stony Brook. So anyways, thanks everyone for tuning in. And as always, I will talk to you next time, hopefully a lot long, hopefully shorter. And I promise you it will be shorter than, uh, than three months, but thanks everyone for tuning in and I'll talk to you next time. If I want it, I'ma grab it If I want it, I'ma have it Christian Dior, Christian Dior I'm up in all the stores I make a call I make a call in the swore